Who fucking farted? Always oh, be recording. Oh. Damn it. That sounded like Shane Seaman. That <laughs> <laughs> sounded exactly <laughs> like his semen. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like broccoli. Yeah, it's a little broccoli. You know how when you eat, there's different yeah. ty- there's different stages. That's cancer. Different stages of <laughs> sure. farts. The dogs can smell, smell it. I know exactly what the smell is. Semen covered broccoli. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Semen covered now broccoli. Now that you say it, it makes it, it's exactly it, right. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> salsa. That's a salsa drink you got. <laughs> the hatch chili. That hatch chili. Yeah, the hatch chili. Matt got a hatch chili at My Taco Cabana. That margarita, margarita. Was watching y'all taste it. It tastes like frozen salsa. It was salsa. the hottest thing I've ever drank in my life. But your face, Devin, was that of real surprise. It wasn't like, you know, you take somebody's yeah. drink and you're like, oh, that's not good. I don't like it. Or, or, or ooh, that's the, whatever. You literally look like you just licked a battery. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the good way. In Trying the good to figure way. it out. You like, you like odd stuff. I like odd stuff. Like, I watched you uh, also this morning, something else you did. You got chili lime seasoning, like salt yeah, yeah. Just he always gets that. They have it in Texas. It's he not just, just me. Ate it in his hand. It's not just you. What do you mean? It's not just you. People. That, use when that. I go to Texas, they sell that chili lime twang stuff at the gas stations for to have with, I guess, beer or something, and I always buy and eat it. But that's that's what. But makes so it weird. this here for that's other people do it too. But they don't just eat it. Surely not. Well, I don't know what it's for. <laughs> they don't lick it out of the palm of their hand. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. I think you use it on salt of a rim of a, it's a drink, it's, or it goes with your yeah. michelada or michelada, something like that. Michelada, that's what yeah. it's for. You ever had one of those? That's oh. But I just like spicy. So why Same. don't? And I like the, you know, the power. Okay, so you like spicy things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. And you like uh, Sour Patch Kids, right? Yeah, of You know, the citric yeah. acid. Yes, that, yes. So, what are you trying to and say? And then me, when sir? all the Sour Patch Kids, oh, when the Sour Patch Kids are gone and the, that powder's still in the bottom. Oh, I don't do that. Then you, I I like the Matt powder likes that's the most left. intense. You, you I go direct. Powder. Yeah, I go direct. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And so then, if you add spicy to that, you really got something, and you don't even need the calories. I mean, surely there's calories. I mean, very much less than in. There's not much sugar involved. It's citric acid and chili pepper, and you love it. That's v- low calorie. Did you do the whole shaker? No, it lasts a while. Oh, but it's, it's in just your a front lot of right pocket. Yeah, keep it in my pocket. <laughs> You should see you should see Matt eat candy before bed. What yeah. do you mean? It's like he's it's like he is an animal that's trying to get in as it's much, so much candy nose as possible breathing and before he has to sleep. Yeah, I like to eat candy as I fall asleep. Yeah, it's like he's feel like he's uh hunkering down or something. What is, but he uh, needs the what is candy. the what is the, the, the pros of eating it right before you pass out? What's okay. It? I think it's obvious really, but do you First of all, I like to eat meals at night, and I like them to be something like a feast of meat. And I like to do that late at night. Yeah. And I like to drink alcohol in in the evening. PM meat feast. Yeah, and so I I reject a lot of the stuff that people say about eating before bed. Um, You know, I understand there's science to that and all, but overall... I feel that the design of a human would be more along the lines of, you know how you're more alert when you're fasting, right? Correct. Okay, that's because you have to be hunting... Or for berries or animals or something to fe- feed your family, you can't like get tired when you're hungry, right? You get tired, yeah, because you after you eat, yeah. So the less you eat, you know, because people are always saying, "Well, you need to eat a big breakfast." You know, that's why you got to eat a big giant breakfast. So you, but that's not how it works. Right. You would get up, you would do 
You would do whatever you had to do to take care of your family, to find food, to make sure you were safe. You do everything, and then at the end of the day, you take a big breath out and go, yeah, "Okay, and I, my kids ate, my wife ate. I found this animal, and now I'm just gonna eat that. You know, what's after everybody else is done. Now I'm off. I've done my whole day, and I eat." You know, a high protein thing there, and you know, if I'm drinking alcohol, I right. I usually don't want to eat candy while I'm drinking alcohol either. And this is in a fully, you know, just decadent way. I'm not saying this is my everyday, but when I'm eating candy and sugar and stuff, the best time for it is after I've had my late night meal. Everything is it's done. Part of that I've is stopped reward. drinking. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But you're, that's how what you're designed to be that way. And why would I mean you would eat at night? So I had a. I that's had when a, you would eat. I had a trainer tell me, and this is like 10 or 15 years ago. And he told me, I was like on this food, this diet program and this whole thing. And I'm like, well, I won't eat at night. Because I'd always heard, and you, you, we've all heard, you you don't eat after six. Kitchen closes at six, whatever. whatever yeah, I'm, not, I'm skeptical. I'm not and saying there's no science the to thing. it. He, but, didn't, he didn't go into the, the primal, you know, yeah. ancestral thing. But he said, you can eat whenever you want. It matters what you eat. So of course the candy yeah. binging isn't well, yeah. bad, but surely like you eat it like a pile of turkey before you go to bed, it's not bad. It can't be that. Right. You right. get sleepy after you if you eat a big meal in the middle of the day. You want to go take a nap, right? You can't. I mean, that, it's absurd to think that any human evolved creature ever that those impulses that I'm describing wouldn't be the way you're designed. It's hard to argue opposite of that, right? It's hard to argue a caveman get up and eat a big giant breakfast. Well, that's why there's always diet trends. That's hard trend. to argue. It's always why there's diet trends, though. Like, I was right. making a record in Nashville, and the producer of the record was like, you're allergic to gluten. He told me that. I'm like, no, I'm not. I, no one's, I, you know, like, I'm 30 years old. I'm not allergic to gluten. Like, I would know by now or whatever. Yeah. He was like, well, you're always yawning after lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, well, I just ate a shitload of tacos, or I just ate a shitload of whatever we did that right. day. And yeah. he's like, it's yeah. okay. oh, you should try the gluten free bed. It'll be better. <laughs> and I've tried that, and it's the same tired. So it is. You are right in saying that. You know, I know. Yeah, the You'd gluten be thing off. weirds me out. It really does because people. I know. I think you have to remove all gluten to actually know anything and you have to remove it for quite a while yeah the people go oh, i can't do gluten but they eat gluten and lots of things yeah and but then the, the bread thing they'll go oh, no but a gluten-free bread well, i had something I that was low in gluten like you right. had less sugar but i mean soda or something but, but it's not really it's like way. they don't really want to know the real details of gluten it's just yeah. i'll avoid some of it because it must be bad that's what i was talking about today but most of our food thoughts are along these moralization lines our food thoughts are super the, the, bizarre the, the food and the moral like it's bad to eat bacon even if they say it's okay but i feel bad because i know i should feel guilty and i had to make a joke about it if i eat bacon like what is what yeah. that well, you had to yeah, make yeah. a joke if you eat bacon do you, you have okay. to? Little right. piggies. I Can't you do just, it. just say, oh, yeah, well, I, you, put, you know, whatever the ba amount of bacon yeah. jokes, that's oh, guilt. Right. That means guilt is yes. very present with 100%. the food named bacon because right. it is fatty and yeah. nobody wants to be fat. And so we, no matter what, if you eat bacon, you must joke about it or be in a crazy decade to put bacon on it. Yeah. Uh, it can't just be a There's food a restaurant that is in nutritious and good. Bacon. Because only? it's salty. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, otherwise, you either, yeah. you either you're are, guilty, you talk guilty, down guilty. about it or you say, it's the greatest in the world. We all yeah. love bacon. And bacon you go, t-shirts, bacon merch, and then And then you hear the stuff that's adjacent to that, which is, I actually really like white meat chicken. I actually right. think it tastes really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no jokes. Yeah, yeah. No jokes. No jokes. Right. Well, it's Just funny because... saying, I actually like white meat chicken. Right. Versus, you eat bacon. Right. What if it is good for you? Though? Right. 
yeah. and it's just scarce. Well, in the nineties, you know, margarine yeah. and low fat, no fat, I know. reduced fat. The and now it's keto fat bomb. You can yeah, buy like you can buy a fucking uh, uh, like a Reese's peanut butter cup type thing that has a gazillion grams of fat in it because it's yeah. better for you. Yeah. I literally had a cardiologist tell me it's not the fats we're worried about. It's the sugars. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. A well, cardiologist. That totally, that totally yeah. flipped over the decades, you know. But that doesn't make any sense. I know. That's just, it makes sense. I think sugar's I mean, cheaper, I guess. And well, think about it. You can't of it. feed the whole population of America ribeyes for supper. I can get them. I can afford to get ribeyes a lot of nights, but I can't even Shit. afford for my whole family ribeyes. Oh. You know what I mean? Uh, like, if that's the I best food. How much is Matt, how much Matt here, paying himself like, over here with a dollar and 99 you have loaves to, of bread? To feed 300 million people, you know, we go back to the corn farm that your yeah. father-in-law works on. Right. That's what it's going to take. And we better put that shit at the bottom of the food pyramid for everybody. Right. It's not about health and nutrition. They yeah. don't care if you. I they know. just need I the know. economy know, to work right. We know and that. Feed the population. It's but and we need it to be the, the cheapest science stuff. follows it, which is the wildest part. Right. But we know that it's consumerism that you know yeah. grains and sugars and starches are cheaper. So we're going to put those at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. Right, but you want right. your population to feel a little bit guilty about the decadent stuff because that's right. only for the royal class. Yeah, they, right. yeah. You know the royal class eats right. a lot of meat, right? Yeah, and you know they're in the old yes. times when they'd be fat or whatever it was yeah. because they could. Very. Yeah, everybody else meat. needs to eat bread because right. you know bread is right. you know right. good. And now bread is it now bread, bread is yeah. decadent. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. they brought a bread basket out. So we. Have I got some? several. I got Do several. I? Bread is good, but we put a bunch of sugar in our bread yeah. too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got several family members who are allergic to gluten, and they freak out about it, yeah. like, pretty yeah. bad. Like, to the point to where everything's gluten's fault. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. or mold. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every, everything, every issue they have is either gluten or mold. Or Obama. <laughs> oh, mold. Because <laughs> so, mold can be invisible in right, the air, right. by the way. <laughs> but my dad, yeah. mold. people love that it can be mold, invisible. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. They used to say stuff about it around my dad. Yeah. And he would say, you show me a gluten, and I won't eat it. <laughs> that's he, awesome. He just get them every time. Like, I have oh, a close friend who's like, oh, I don't do gluten, and I'm uh, uh, carb free. And I promise you, we'll go to like a salad bar or something, uh -huh. and he will get like the pasta salad to go on top of a salad. <laughs> <laughs> right. No clue. No, I mean, they don't. Uh, yeah, that's everybody just has to temper the thing. I know a bunch of people with chick. I know at least some people that have chickens and raise them. <laughs> get the eggs. Yeah. Organic, healthy, whatever. Throw away the yellows. Yeah. Don't give them the <laughs> oh, yeah. themselves or the kids. Trash. They have those the are chickens. Death. And be believe eggs, I guess, are good, but still, like not the, the yellow. Yolk. There's too much yolk. like cholesterol, I guess. That's right? you know? Well, that's what I was talking that's about. That's just this so morning. wrong. I mean, I can't. I just can't get over at it. the hotel this morning. I went over there and I was like, "Oh, don't get Nutrients. that." I said, "Don't get that orange. All that sugar is bad." And I started thinking, "What the fuck am I saying? This came from the earth. Right. Like this is the thing that came from the earth. Like there's a shitload of stuff that's been processed, and I mean, it's pastries and all this shit. I mean, they had like biscuits and all that. Just and I was like, I'm saying no to the thing that literally the earth grew, and that's how I'm even here from that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, high right. high caloric density that you find in nature. You should, I mean, that's what, that's the only thing any of your ancestors ever ate was the right. highest calorie natural occurrences that they could come across, be right. it meat or an orange. Right. That's what they would have, that's what 
you're evolved to eat. It is was the precious. highest Can caloric you imagine coming content. up on an orange tree. Not you never seen it before, and you were like bright color. Oh, oh, and, oh and you're like, and, and that juice just hit. You were you'd been you'd have protected it with your life. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you found well, the something way, like the that. The way that it's had is everything has to be manufactured, right? Like all the, the you know, the big, right. the big thing. Yeah, right yeah, now yeah. Is I went to the doctor a couple years ago. They're like, your cholesterol's ripping high, right? They're like, you eat a lot of meat. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm one of those people that doesn't eat a ton of bread and stuff. I eat like steak every day. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you need to cut back on your meat. And I thought this was really interesting. So I cut back on the meat, like, and I started eating like fake meat. Yeah, like the uh, beyond, beyond, mm. you know, all that, all that different stuff, you know, yeah. and that stuff's literally manufactured to be like me. Oh yeah, and sure enough, it didn't lower my cholesterol at all, at all. Like I mean, like incrementally, yeah. tiny incrementally, but it's really interesting because even the doctors that are trying to, they're just trying to sell the drugs, right? Like they're yeah. working. It's it's the weirdest yeah. thing, and they want you. To, I, they I want am you very to, weirded out on the cholesterol thing because I've been reading some other studies. That say stuff like it doesn't matter. Your, your cholesterol yeah. should be out, and cholesterol is the like w- one of the main things for your brain to work properly. It's actually good for you in most way, but the cholesterol. You, you hear the word cholesterol now, you think it's scary. Heart attack. No That's matter, it. And, and I don't want to negate that. I believe there has to be something that could be bad from cholesterol. I'm not saying there's nothing bad with cholesterol, but the way we overreact. So that's what I'm saying. Like I've been on a low carb thing for so long that I'm like, wait a minute, why am I not eating? Maybe I could eat fruit. And that sounds absurd to the, say that, but on a side note here, okay, do we want to stay here? Because I have a side note on this topic that I, that's going to take us to a different place. Let's go. So it doesn't come back, so we have to leave where okay. we are we're to leaving. go we're leaving. to a new place. No, okay. no, we can stay on this. But no, 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 that's fine. I just want to know which, where okay. we're going. Okay, follow me here. I So... I've been thinking a lot. Matt always makes fun of conspiracy theorists, but I think Matt is one of the most conspiracy people I know. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Actually, but he he loves yeah. saying that a person says this. But did you think about them saying it this way? When they, and then you're like, oh, oh my god, I did. There, there's something real crazy about yeah, that person. There's uh-huh, something deeper uh-huh, there. Yeah. Matt likes that fantasy of. Uh, it's not even a fantasy to him. He works it out where. Somebody, you know, maybe somebody on tour or a friend, mutual friend of ours or whatever, he goes, yeah, they do this. But don't you think they're actually saying this and they know it? And he yeah, stares yeah. at you, and I'm like, oh, shit. That's what they really mean. And I'm really in a conspiracy mean. with Matt. On a, not a, <laughs> Matt can never Very do a 9-11 conspiracy. But a person a we person. know. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. A local I, conspiracy. I mean, that gets well, because you. the problem with the giant conspiracies like 9-11 is how many fucking individual stupid-ass Hard to deal right. with. Have you ever tried to deal with people? And it ain't easy to control yep. them. But a conspiracy, yep. you know, what I'm the stuff I notice is in very small systems, the size of like one individual or one family. Yeah, those systems you can fucking control. Right, right, and right. There are conspiracies in those. And, and there's small, on those there's micro level micro conspiracies. Yeah. yeah, because all you got to fool is one fucking person. Yeah, micro or conspiracies. Three. You're right. And you you're control right. all the resources for real. And people are As constantly daily doing micro conspiracies at their right. job Absolutely. and their relationships. Yeah. That's yes. true. I agree. Okay. So I'm tuned into creating and that's fun. narratives that I, the way I look at the world is there's all these things are possible and I hold them right. all open and ones I can't rule out. Ooh, yeah. I can't rule this out yet. Like, uh, this is still an open possibility, and it might right. sound obnoxious. Smaller yeah. is more controllable. It might always. be obnoxious yeah. what I think that really might be going on with this person. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, to me, an open possibility that I've not been able to rule out yet, and I'm excited to share yeah. the possible narrative here. So, 
Okay, so then that's how you create yeah. larger conspiracy theories. So I, I do recognize I, yeah. them often as stupid because, yes, in some level, well, no, I'm a true believer of it. The scale of it, yeah. you go well. That right. mathematically but doesn't make. But much I'm really sense. skeptical yeah. and feel that I am. You're probably right. I am involved in the arts of that. In right. a sense, though. you yeah. can make you I'm could a, blow it up immediately like, though. Yeah, you yeah. can tell. Like the conspiracy of your co-op. Yeah, there were some conspiracies oh, yeah, there, That's and you cool. were just invested yeah, and the narratives most you could and be conflict in. Oh, and yeah, mode, yeah, yeah, hidden yeah. motives right. and stuff. I like those. Right. Are, I like that territory. Yeah, so, yeah. And and also, I am a person who can become swept away. I am a true believer. So right. once I think I've sufficiently, I might not have certainty about this, but I'm all in. Like my tendency is to be all in. Like if yeah. I'm with somebody or in a group or part of an organization, I am, sw- I am in it. Right, and so I I have to be skeptical to not get into every cult that yeah, exists. Yeah. Right, or else okay. I'm in every one. <laughs> yeah, you would be. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. have to watch right. out. Right, right. All right. So the reason I bring this up is because what we we're talking about. But I will say, Devin and I are probably more aligned. Like the conspiracy, the big conspiracy, are just like we just rode by JFK's, yeah, the, the grassy, grassy knoll, knoll, whatever. Yeah. Like some of that gets me. I'm not super in it deep, but the idea that there are you know, dark figures behind the scenes that are doing some things. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm like, definitely Like, some that. of that stuff. What about you? Are you conspiracy at all, Aaron? I don't. You just don't even get into it? I don't even. I, 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 the micro conspiracy I love. Yeah. Like, yeah. this dude on right. that tour micro is conspiracy. thinking this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, what but like what, what he just went on that thing about. But I don't care about yeah. JFK. I mean, I, I, it's not, I'm not saying I don't yeah. care about him as a human, but, like, it, well, why? I yeah, mean, yeah. Why, I mean, yeah. Toby, I think you're micro conspiracy big time. Yeah, I'm massive micro you, conspiracy. Like we were talking about this the other day, but you'll see a person across the street that looks a little sad. I love you're that. like, and I you're like a whole story. That guy just that's his me wife too. just told yeah. him that she doesn't love him anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah look at and him. And then this dancing, happens, he and now he's going to get some alcohol from the gas station. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it right. built this whole it's world imagination. Kind of convince yourself a little bit, like that's who he is. That's cool. That's it's cool, cool because you become it's like a it's like a choose your own adventure book. Yes, it's right. also a little bit of a Sherlock Holmes. It's like, and that's why they wear Crocs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. like <laughs> you know, how about that, like this? Like right now, like uh, we're on tour. Norma Jean's drummer's cool as shit, really cool. Notice that he's been smoking more on yeah. this tour. His frequency like, oh, is, is off the charts. He's, so he's got a he's got a kid. What's going on? And that I can <laughs> yeah. let my mind run there, like yeah. you know, just for a long time. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, don't. You know we're mean? not like, really is interested. He all right? Should I go talk to him? I it's heard. Cool. Him, I overheard him say yesterday. He's like, before I had a kid, I could tour like basically unlimited, but now that I have a kid, I'm just like. Getting home is so much better. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's feeling it. That's yeah. what's cool, yeah. though. And we you're all right. know that feeling. We yeah. all know yeah. what, what him yeah. sitting out there smoking the cigarettes. I'm like, I've been there, dog. I've you got to pass the time, dude. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, but so we're talking about the food pyramid or whatever, right? How how does it get that way? And you go, well, it's not necessarily, Matt, you would probably say it's not necessarily a, a big corporate scandal it just happens that bread's cheaper and so no, you make more I mean, money it's a, it's a it, I mean, it's farming civilization it's the foundation of modern society yes, that you have but, to feed but, the but population I and you know, can't it has also, to be cheaper giving to them the corn, shit right. we, you have to convince yeah. them they like it you have to make it like but you have to take i'm not saying there's a person step. in charge of that but right. it's the way but you have to take another step because designed. it's obviously detrimental to society even though we're getting the cheapest food you can have more people but that food is causing a widespread obesity there's a bunch of negative effects right. from processed food right yeah but where the decisions are made those aren't yeah. their concerns right 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 but right i was thinking the other day it's interesting to me like when cuz 
and Matt would say this too, I think. We've talked about it a bunch. It's hard, like, if you were going to do a 9-11 conspiracy, if it was actually done by the U.S. government. Stay closer say, to right? your mic. How many moving parts there would be to hide yeah, that right, or to right. pull that off, right? You go, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. But then I started thinking, and this is where I was like, oh, man, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going back. I started thinking, if there was a conspiracy, what if there was one entity pulling all the strings? Like, what if there was, like, like, what if you didn't know you were being used? What if you're a government, you know, maybe you're a senator or some kind of government worker or something like that, and you're being you, you don't know it, and then that same entity is working this other person in the government and working this person in a construction company that, and moving all these parts and trying to get it all there. And I came to the conclusion that I might believe in Satan and demons again, and it is evil. That maybe what if Satan was the uh-huh. head conspirator? And is yeah. falling on the strings without humans knowing, and they're all working together and don't even realize it. They're thinking, he like, what if Satan's idea was, I'm gonna make everybody feel awful with the food, the food, because if you whatever you put in your body comes out, you know, whatever. And so through all these different things, the devil is making people feel miserable. It's affecting their mental health, their physical uh-huh. health, their emotional health, their spiritual health, all that stuff, and just starts with food, and then maybe starts with wars and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. I was like, you could have a single conspirator. That moves within all of them, and none of the moving parts even know they're working that, together. That would, that, that's really satanic, re- baby. Yeah, I think that's exactly <laughs> overlaps with the way you'll hear people talking about more um, higher, uh, like awareness, spirituality stuff, where they'll say think like they would say then that it's more metaphorical, and that Satan is the bucket, and demonic activity is the bucket to hold the abstractions that come that no individual even knows, but yet collectively those do come to exist. That's like so our food system movies. is demonic <laughs> and Satan is just, and just like God Devil's is advocate. like the, the collective, uh, yeah. the, the same thing would be just like saying that God is everybody's collective morals as a society. Right. That's the God. But it, you know, we create it in that it, Encapsulates what we all share. I'm just saying, but there all is the evil, some kind of evil that uh, I've been thinking lately that I, do you it need a face goofy. for it? Do you need a face? No, for you it, don't though? need a face for it. But don't you feel more and more there's like just evil trying to separate people and like e- hurt people? What, like I just been thinking more about evil and this like as a presence more than just people. Right, are it's evil. an they emergent fuck, presence. They kill somebody. They say something mean on Facebook. Whatever they do, like there's might be something that's actually evil that's trying to. Get I like, might I might agree attach everybody in evilness, but can you say it's an emergent presence? It has to be. You know, like we're here, and right. those evil exists, and what health exists, and whatever. But it's like a function of a society yeah. is the evilness that it produces. That is a pre- then but a there's presence. a sh- and there's a shared evilness now that I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, it's maybe working all of it. Like we're all doing shit. This fucked up and we, we think we're even doing the right thing but we're just I but mean, you're only one little cog like if you're if you've if we have committed the the badness that's going to result in bad climate change we've right. already done it and we didn't know we were doing it right because that's how it is you know we didn't yeah. we all said yeah. well right. i didn't do anything wrong every person on earth is yeah. already still sure they've well, not uh, done anything prime wrong. example but yeah all the people telling you about climate change that is is so bad you know, you got to do this. We got to change now. It's, it's going to be the end of the world. They're all like flying private jets for like seven minutes from New York to Philly or something. You know, whatever which they're it is. all right. That's not going to make a difference. I know, but they would never. <laughs> but get, but, but yeah, those all, are the heroes trying to save the planet, and they yes. are not. 
saving the right, planet. Right, but the evil just comes. So then from I hate. Then I end up thinking everybody's they're hypocrites and I hate them. Denial. Also, they hate me because we're driving in a van. But and my whole thing is 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 maybe I believe in Satan and demons again. Like my every time I talk to my mom, every time I love her so much. It's the end times, baby. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. When I yeah. was a kid, though, I'll never forget this. When I was a little kid, there was a drive-in theater that we were allowed to go to on Friday nights because they played Christian movies. Ooh. And they would have, around the the, the, the the Halloween holiday they would have, we called it Harvest because we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween. <laughs> they would play the end time yeah, movies. Harvest Fest. <laughs> yeah. So there was a movie called The Mark of the Beast, another one called... Yeah. And it, there was a scene where they would cut someone's head off of the guillotine for not getting the mark of the beast. I yep. saw it, and the head would roll into a laundry basket. Fuck me up. Yes. I, I missed, think like, I saw that one. I missed half the year in fifth grade. That's great. Because I was scared the rapture was going to happen while I was in yeah. school. Did you ever go to hell houses? That's, yes. Yeah, did you ever did. go to those yes. churches? Yes. So was, Instead of a haunted house, it was a hell yes. house. And which is show, way scarier. Yeah. They depicted... <laughs> For those of you listening, and I'll get to my point in a second, a hell house is like you go in and it's the most elaborate haunted house you've ever seen. The one that I'll never forget, the first one I ever went to is Indian Rocks Baptist Church <laughs> on the beach. I'll never fucking forget it. I was 12 years old and you go in and there's a party. So you're being led behind this line. Oh you know, there's, my God. There's a party and in the party people are drinking and kissing and acting like they're going to fuck and doing the whole thing. And then the next scene... Is a, is they, they they act it out? Yep. They, they, yeah. They're like, don't drive, Johnny. Like, yeah. Don't yeah. Do that. <laughs> and, they, and then the other guys. Oh, fun. And the other guys like, I'm not gonna drink tonight. Yeah. I think that's the right thing to do. And they go their separate <laughs> ways. And then the next room, there's a car, a vehicle that they have beat up and put a smoke machine inside, and it's yep. smoking. It's smoking. unreal. <laughs> Two car crashes. Both guys. It's die. good production. They're dead. It's good production. Both guys die. The next room is. Is hell. Hell. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a dev there's a guy dressed up like the devil, and I will never forget it. I had a mint in my mouth and I swallowed it. How old? Third uh, grade? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, I remember exactly oh, these things. And, exactly. Fifth grade. And the, and then the next room is heaven. And then you get to another room. Do you want to go to hell or heaven? What the fuck right. are you gonna pick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean that's that, so we do bad. those every year. But for as a, long a kid, time. A long as time. a kid, we were always taught like that's the evil in the world. Right. Right. In that movie, I'll never forget those movies because in the movies, the whole big scare is the one world government. Right. Oh, the yeah. biggest. That's the, yes. that's the big scare. You get the yep. mark of the beast, your credit cards in there, your fucking social security numbers. It's the all globalists. in there. That's the biggest fear. Oh, yeah. So I was, that was ingrained into me as a child. Yeah, me too. Like it, me ruined too. A, it ruined a big part of my childhood. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, Hell House is way scarier than a haunted house. A guy that jumps out with a. Uh, Zombie Chainsaw? or whatever. Yeah. That's not that scary compared to eternal damnation with worms <laughs> and fire. But that's all happening because of one world government. Like, it, to yeah. us, that's how it was taught. Right. 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 So you're seeing all these people kill Christians and because the rapture happened right. and then you have to hide. You can't oh, get the mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I have a hard time with putting a face on, like, that emergent evil because I just can't but believe. But not need a face, really. Yeah. But it, I know, I'm exists. talking about his point yeah. where he's like, I might believe in the devil and demons again. Yeah. Well, but you I can't. still can there's, on there's some, some spectrum. spiritual myth that does I agree feel like you. it's in the world now. But, that's yeah. strong, but, it's, but it man. works. I think it really works both ways. Like if you were even just a simple person or a younger person or a kid or whatever and somebody told you, it's as if, or that. I'll tell you what, it is. There, There is a fully centralized power that operates behind the scenes, and that's why no individual human really does know, but yet all yeah. this stuff happens. There is a Satan. He's got a network of demons. Or right. you could say it's just as if that were true. That's yeah. a helpful metaphor, and it will work. 
and you right. will be able to spot what you need if you look for the pa- if you yeah. can hold it loosely and go they're not actual demon named this that's tormenting me in my bedroom tonight like yeah. if you could let go of that and just say oh so that's the demonic activity in the world like if you yeah. can have a more less personalized view of it it war- it is a functional I, description i like i like what you said earlier you said we all ruined the world and we didn't even know it yeah you know what i mean like yeah. we, like you were talking about climate change like we all ruined the world. We didn't even know it. We were talking about this in with Under Oath last week. We were doing some festivals, and we were talking about politics, which is we're not going to talk about politics right now. But the the guy that you guys was, are MAGA pretty hard, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Under Oath. <laughs> we used to do Bible studies. Tim, yeah. Tim gave ten thousand dollars to right, the Trump yeah. campaign. Right. They do little huddles about uh, it, like uh, like that, you, you, what do you think they say when they all put their hand in the middle before it said, "Go Trump, make America great again." Go, and then they go. Make America great on both sides. The Tucker Carlson lover and then the, the the guy from San Francisco, they both have horrible points. Yeah. Both sides. Oh, yeah. There's like mad evil on yeah. both sides. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You, can't, you have to argue that. Oh, Whether okay. we argue politics right. for the rest of this podcast or not, which I don't want to do, but like, I think that's the mist we're talking about, though. The unnamed... Yeah. Evil that's it's on both sides, and it's kind of working both sides. It's not, yes. you know, what I mean, they don't even think, right. nobody even thinks they're connected. Right. But and that's some, how you know it's real, though. Some rotten yeah. thing. Well, it's you, crazy too because going back to like unintentionally hurting ourselves, and yeah, feeling like that's there was some evil causing that. But think about if you were a hunter gatherer, like we talked about before, and every day it was difficult to find food. Yeah, like very difficult. A job. Yeah, it was a job. It was your days, your daily yeah. job. But then one day you come across this crazy valley that has unbelievable fruit yeah. and just amazing, and you're just you're set. Let's say for a year, yeah. You you did it. You didn't do something wrong. You found what you've been looking for, right? And so the same way with like when you get to agriculture, you found a way to plant a thing that creates a food that you right. can eat. Yeah, yeah. And then so you, you make at, money from it, and then you can feed your... At every point yeah. along the way, you're only doing sense. what you've yeah. been trying to do the whole time is right. find food. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But there are externalities. I know. Right. But th- those, those come about... They come about. ...when that's those right. things happen. But that just... It's so crazy. But anybody's perspective is they're just doing a linear right thing. just doing thing, a thing. But they become externalities mount yes. over time and, and more and more distortions. With, then you have to deal with those. Yeah. but you know they do. And we hide our bad stuff from ourselves and everybody's happy to do it. The amount yes. that we abuse our children or hurt the environment, we all just don't yeah. Like the really people who are on Nabisco or something like that, they're not inherently evil people trying to kill people. Right. They're just like, okay, well, we know we that make these things fucking good. are not yeah. real healthy for people. Yeah. We make them, but we they try sure to get do sell and people want them and right. we can make a lot of money and it works. You can good. argue yeah. it didn't start like that though. We it's know it's not wrong to have snack cookies. Right. 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 Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not we, wrong for a pastor right. to make. They salad. like even. It's not yeah. wrong. Yeah, it to. didn't start with. It we know these are bad. It didn't start with. We oh, by the way, like we're gonna sell a fuckload of these. We know they're bad for you. No, it started like my right. grandma had this recipe and it's right. awesome, so delicious. But now the entity, the corporate entities that we've created run things and we're cogs in it. Here's one in our wheelhouse. So the corporate entities might be demons. You could say it that way. Here's one right? of my wheelhouse that y'all things, love. Like you were saying, sure, it's like sure. companies, every, everything you see is a something from a company. Like in yeah, your whole world, yeah. almost everything you see or encounter is a company interfacing with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything. One in our wheelhouse. So I do a bunch of emo nights. Um, I, I think it's super fun. I love that the music has come back the way it has. But a lot of musicians view that as like, stupid a lot yeah. of musicians friends that i have they're like oh you're just like 
you're just like chasing no, that, money. They're dude. stupid. You're, no, but oh, they're, they're they're like fuck them. But that's a thing. That's Satan. right, right. That's but that's, so, that's what I'm saying. This is in our wheelhouse. See how passionate you are. Yeah. This is in our so today. We just got left Taco Cabana. Yep. Make it too. I posted that I'm doing an emo night like Thanksgiving weekend in in Nashville. Uh huh. And a friend of ours that we all know, someone we all know, a drummer in a band, writes to me and goes, "Why?" Just why? And I wrote, what do you mean why? And he's like, oh, I just was going to make fun of you for doing that. I was like, <laughs> and I literally wrote back, like, what the fuck do you mean? Make fun of feeding my family? Right. Yeah. But to somebody. Also something fun. And everybody to likes somebody, it. what I'm doing is, is, is like Monsanto to them. Oh, oh, really? Because yeah. I'm a musician. I don't understand that view. I'm a musician. Walk me through it. I'm a musician in a band that's respected or what by some people or whatever. Right. So why would I go and collect money to DJ emo songs? But not they don't really think it is harmful to anything. Oh, but it, they think it they lowers do. you. They think it's like harmful you, to the scene. They think it's maybe? harmful to the to real music, bro. Come on. Something well, I don't think I follow. Fuck that. them. I mean, I suck my I think, fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I they think you're lowering yourself <laughs> somehow. See, I think it's more of an attack. I think it was Grant, wasn't who it? Was it? Tell, <laughs> who was it? <laughs> Fucking Grant, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who it was, no, though. I'm, I'm joking. I'm but I, it's wild to me because, honestly, I don't believe they think I'm lowering myself. I think it, they think it's fucking up the music scene. They would do it in a second if they could. Of course they would. What are they yeah. talking about? Would you own Nabisco in a second if you could? Yes. Of course. Yes. Of course. You're right. Yeah. That's what I'm you saying. You couldn't stop yeah. yourself. I mean, you'd have That's to. That's what I'm saying. And so the guy from Monsanto came to me and he said, hey, we're going to make you an heir of the company. I would get off the climate change horse unbelievably. Very fast. What, if, what if that guy could say, <laughs> <laughs> what if he could produce a report and a study that showed you that you doing that may have profited thousands of dollars, but it did hurt the overall musician community by .001%, so right. therefore you shouldn't do it. I, yeah. Unbelievable. You know what I mean? I'd get, get the money unbelievable. Right. Uh, so like, well, that you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even really be open to that argument. It was the point. There is a whole group of people, though, that think that like certain things in music are ruining the ethos the, of the whole cred not cred thing that, that that weirds me out really badly because everybody that you know is in the music business Correct. right if they were yes. really authentic and real it'd be in their garage for friends or completely free but you can't fugazi do that. riding around in a box truck yes right, you can't yeah. do i that. literally wrote it back and i was like do you want to pay for my children's rent and food because yeah. i got two kids that eat a fuckload of food Unbelievable mounts. And I also think Emo Night is fun, but yeah, it is fun. Well, there's, a, there's a different argument. It's on, keeping the scene alive. It's, uh, that's, right. it's but, fun. But, but there's, there's a music business, just like any relationship, if you want to analyze any system or think about it, and yeah. this is how I would think about it anyway, is there's the, the to do the triangle where there's a hero and a victim and a villain. And in our zone, there's the classic situation of there's the music industry people you know the industry the managers agents labels them. then there's That's the them. artists yeah. and then there's the fans and every interaction is some version of who's the bad guy in this and who's together on this and the artist and the industry one they they like to do stuff that protects them you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and so emo night is something that oh yeah the fans like right, right? Yeah. So that has to be good for somebody when you think about who's music for, not the end it's not for industry people and artists, even them, they make it for the fans. 
right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when when the when there's like the, any time when you sense anything that's weird and the cred scenes and the really ugly stuff is usually a collusion of the industry and Ticketmaster and the artists who like to stay protected and the set apart. The question is, like, what does it do they for get you stuff. to chase the cred? Like, I'll, I'll say this, a little inside, inside baseball on my band. Hell yeah. And this is not this way anymore. But in the past, like 07, 08, 2009, the, the, some of the guys in the band would not play our biggest songs. They would want to play like right. a long seven-minute jam instead. And I would be there like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> if you went to see the Rolling Stones and they didn't play Satisfaction, you'd burn the place to the right. fucking ground. Right. Right. Right? Yeah. Well, not comparing Under Oath to the Rolling Stones, but like, we no. didn't play Reinventing Your Exit, which was the single off their only chasing safety for 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Because it wasn't cool to someone. Right. Yeah. To, to half the band. I, I would say three quarters of the band. You know what I'm saying? Why is yeah. that? Why chase that? Cra- and now everyone's like, yeah, obviously we're 40 and the fans want to see the stuff. Let's do the stuff. Uh, yeah, everyone grew out of that. But in your mid twenties, there's something in the music industry. There's yeah. somebody watching this motherfucker yeah. right now, who's like, they all sold out, man. Listen to how they're talking. There's someone. That, yeah, that bothers right me. <laughs> yeah. no, I know, but that's You're the right. same people that want right. to have handlers and make it realer than it is. Correct. Instead of just what it is. Correct. Then that's that's the thing that's screwed up. It's like you don't have to have all the pomp and ceremony of it. Like you know yeah. what I mean to go just, just to go to an emo night is seen as vo- vulgar or something. Like you're leaving the elite in some way. That's what it feels like to them. Like we're supposed to protect our reputations, and you're just down there slumming. I think we paid can all say this or about something with the peasants or something about our music now. Like playing walls is really fun. It has to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It has to be. That is not your best song. Right. Right. Yes. It is not. It is not as cool as. Anything on Shallow Seas, unlimited. But it's probably more fun to play than anything on Shallow Seas it's, because of the it, way that right. the way yeah, that people energy, react. Yeah, right. And yeah. it's more yeah. fun to me to play Boy right. Brush Red than it is to play Pneumonia, right? Which and, I do love, right? But like, I enjoy, actually enjoy going to Emo Night. Now, oh, for the, sure. The most Definitely. special thing about Emo Night, why I think it should be celebrated unlimited, is because it's literally rooms. All over the world where people get together and sing along with you, and you don't even have to be there. It's genius. And how could that right. not be a good thing? How could anybody say, no, right. I need to gate that for me to only control? No, you already did it. It got distributed. They get together without your fucking ass and sing along with themselves. And then sometimes you get to go participate and observe. How beautiful. What I else? Could, what could be cooler than that? And also, it just it takes you back to who you, like those songs, like Boy Brush Red, or whatever. That's who you were then. That guy got you here. That got you to the other song. That guy that was on those albums is the guy that got you here. Like well, you, what, he, you're not him anymore. What but that I love guy was about cool. it, he got you here. Is when you wrote Walls, I promise you, I promise you, I'm gonna, I, I I will have to jump out of this car if this isn't true. When you wrote Walls, you honestly thought it was sick. Yeah, you weren't writing it. You weren't writing it because you're like. In 20 years, right? this will go the fuck off. <laughs> no. We didn't even know it would. We didn't we, know which song no. would blow up you or didn't do good. You didn't know or, or care. Yeah. And that's my argument yeah. with the Emo Night thing is all those songs that people are singing that you, yes. you know, you're selling out and going, those songs are all written from a pure place. I don't right. know everybody, but I know a lot of the yeah. people oh, that made yeah. them. Yeah. I right. would say I know three quarters of the song, the people personally that wrote the yeah. songs, yeah. including the Mike yeah. Kim guys, all of them. I know them personally. And when they made them, it was from a pure place, a place 100%. of quotation figures cred, if you will. 
Yeah, oh, 100%. And they loved it. It was fun loved for them it. when they wrote their song. Yeah. We're different than y'all, though, because, I mean, once we figured out Walls was popular, that's about all we wanted to play. <laughs> I want to do set where a whole tour where we just play Walls ten times. Ten times. Just right. That would be so awesome if you got three bands and they just played their biggest song ten times in a row and got off the stage. Well, that uh, that, that would be so cool. There is a line that we all have as well on the other side in the counterbalance of these forces where it's not selling out like to the – to your peers or whatever else. It's like at yeah. some point somebody's paying you to do something and you start to feel yeah. used or humiliated, like to show up at a birthday party and do this. Like, like right. a, the, I, And we've done a lot of birthday parties and they're fun, but, you know, at the high level where you hear about like, you know what I mean? Like when it's like yeah, yeah. you're being puppeted around too much, at some point you go, wait a second, this pays a lot of money, but it's beneath. There's stuff that you wouldn't do that's beneath you also, but that's right. your personal line. I mean, yeah. y- y- you can't, y- yeah, there's not a, a, a homing device that tells everyone where the yeah, line is. You right. gotta find that, that for feels yourself. a little demeaning to the art of it. Like what yeah. you're saying, it came from a pure place, and then somebody's gonna give you thirty thousand dollars to play their private party. Yeah, I love, so, I love, uh, you know, yeah, and we do those, yeah, and I like right. doing them. But it's like, I but you do it for the money, not for the the, the music or the art. Yeah, and if and if you didn't feel is, you know, good go about, to work if you didn't feel good money. about it, it would be wrong. Like if you right if you were went to somewhere and were feeling fake and hating well, yeah, it that, and only knowing you were getting paid, yeah. and then that would be wrong. It would just be wrong. Yeah. It just would be. But if you went That's to more whatever it is and have a good time and you like it and you get paid, right. how could that be bad? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, it reminds me of the movie Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah like that. that. Like, yeah. Would, you, would you take a million dollars to go to your top fan's house and for a, live for there a for, weekend? Yeah. Like, they it literally... You just have to go to their house. I would. And be with them for just a week. hang out. What if they paid you $10 million to come live with them for a year? I would. <laughs> just because they they're your number one fan and they happen to be rich and what they fucking want. And they hit your agent and they say, $10 million, you just have to live with me. I would do that so fast. You get fast. weekends off to go home, do whatever fuck you want. But you just come and live at my house and we but hang I mean, or think whatever. About $10 like, million. Like the movie. Five days a week. I mean, I know. $10 million. But you go, well, that's. I guess that's I've lost the you know. See, you, at that point, if you yeah. say no to that, if I say and even no, that would be because of your music. That's, that's why they would have wanted beneath you, me. So. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. But I, mean, I am terrified of but, that. No, I know. But think about it. Like in the movie, I know it's a movie, but think about it. If you went there thinking, okay, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. Like if you had the mindset of yes. like this could be really be interesting. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And just accept it, be it crazy. and roll with it. Ten, you know, it'd be okay. Ten Nick Cage large. goes there and just sits on the pool thing. Ten he don't want to talk to anybody, but then he gets kind of pulled in yeah, to the relationship. So, oh, yeah. And so it's That's just such a, a good movie. So fun, such a great movie. But I was thinking about that. I was like, would I do that? I think I would. I mean, of course. I, of course, there's a certain amount of money. We would all, I mean, anybody would do it. But I would, imagine if your whole family yeah. could go move into somebody's house that could pay you $10 million. But to you would be also 100% sure that at some point it would become sexual. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that for one year. Maybe it'd be worth it. For one year, you can't do any of your own music. It'd be worth it. You can't do the podcast. Nothing. Unlimited Nothing. at their beck and call. Unlimited. But anything, unlimited, unlimited rider in any room of the house you want, any time of day. You just can't do anything else. <laughs> but this anytime year. they said, I need to hear Boy Brush Red yes. right now you have to grab your you guitar do it. Friday morning at 8 a.m. <laughs> it helps him get ready for work. You do it every day. That'd be so fun. Here's an alarm clock. You're in there in your fucking pajamas. That sounds like a pretty good uh, pretty good job. You know, in your pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 7 a.m. <laughs> 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 screaming. Yeah. 
Oh man, that's funny. that's a that's a, a bit what probably kings and stuff were like. They were hiring Beethoven yeah, and Bach. Oh, and right. Like, okay, write a fucking thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Write yeah, me. You're a, right. Yeah. It's like I own At you, so you call. go get back to work. And make, we'll make it a big event uh, there is to a, celebrate you, me when you, you finish. If you have one of those songs, <laughs> you got to play it. Yeah. And you got to, oh, my God. We played Blue Ridge Rock Festival Under Oath did last weekend, and Buck Cherry played. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they played, so they played during a signing we were doing. Oh, yeah? So we watched. There's this big screen. It was one stage over. And I promise you, they got 30 minutes set. They played an opening song, three-minute song. They played a slow song. Three minute song, and then they played "Crazy Bitch" for fifteen minutes. <laughs> Their big song, they no played way. it for fit. So they the big song is cocaine. No, hey, you're a crazy bitch. What your <laughs> fox so good? I'm on top of it. I drink. I've been with you all night. You know the song. Yeah. So they play the song, and then in the middle of the song, after the th- after the second chorus, they just said "fuck the bridge." They deleted that bitch, and they did solos with each member of the band. And when they got to the solo. The guy, he'd be like, John, whatever, on guitar. And, he, and then the singer would go, give me some fucking money. And the, <laughs> oh, my God. And then the dude would play a solo. Drummer, bass player, un- unlimited every time. Give me some money. And then, wow. And then we're like cool. 10 minutes in at this point. And I'm like, surely they bring it down real low. Yeah, yeah. Where's all my ladies at? <laughs> ah, where's all my fellas at? Some girl flashed me. He goes, nice titties. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I'm like, so they bring it down. Then they just started over and played it again. No. Unbelievable. And I thought to myself, Tim looks at me. He goes, that's us in 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Minus the solos, because none of us are good enough to but solo. But they're having a good time. But that's but what I'm they're saying. They're entertaining. Is, what I'm saying yeah, is. It's memorable. They know their demographic. Yeah. Oh, of And course. they know yeah. that that's their big song, and they're not afraid to be like, right. we're too cool. We're oh. too cool. They just, fuck it. They're just going to play Crazy Bitch for right. 15 minutes. I mean, they're the ones on the stage doing it. So that's given the context, you don't think they did anything Unadvisable. They did it right. I mean, the TV stuff is a little is. objectifying and weird, <laughs> yeah. but, but the rest of it, I thought I was mean, fine. recognizing titties. Though. Shouldn't titties be recognized I if mean, they're out? Yeah, well, maybe should just be recognized. I mean, Give me some money. They, nice they're only titties. out for a reason, right? They're at. They're specifically out to be recognized, right? Right. That's interactive. Same as yeah. a cock. A guy pulls his cock out and or gets naked and runs across the football field during a game. He's to be recognized. You're supposed to see his ass boob story. I'll never forget this as long as I live. I thought sh- you would see videos as, as, as a teenager of people, you know, yeah. women flashing the singers. Woodstock 99, everyone had their titties out. It was right. unreal. Oh, yeah. And men were awful at that thing, objectifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a whole, there's a bunch of good documentaries about that. But I'll never forget the first time I ever got flashed on stage. It's unbelievable. And this is Warp Tour, Ventura, California, 2007. Unbelievable crowd. Southern Weather came out. Oh, that's a nice warp tour. Yeah. Yeah. You, nice. know, you know yeah. the one I'm talking yeah. about. The crazy. And oh, we, yeah. That's the we, best one. We ripped that set. And before we played the Say This Sooner at the very end, we played Amazing Because It Is. Yeah. And I played it by myself until the very end, yeah. you know. And I got my eyes closed. <laughs> kind of feeling second, spiritual. On the second cr- course. I'm, and I'm, I'm, at this time, I'm way evangelical. Right. Like hyper evangelical. Yes. This time, I'm like, Got my eyes closed. I'm earnest about amazing day. And I open my eyes, and there's the biggest titties I ever saw. <laughs> there's this girl on shoulders flashing me, and it was, nice. and it was un. But my, th- I was repulsed. 
Yeah. I was like, and you said this. amazing because it is. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you couldn't even go there. I respect her doing that during Amazing Grace. Wow. That's pretty that respectable. That was a really brave moment. To that was do brave. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Men need to start doing stuff like that, getting on women's shoulders and pulling their dick out. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That'd be all limited. Guys should probably pull their shoulders. Then it would just be, it'll just be on their head. It's just the back of their neck. She's like, damn it. It's on his shoulders. Right, right. It's just a wiener on Come on, Jeff. Jeff. God. Okay, two things. One, uh, it's this is probably true, right? Like, all four of us would have, have had some kind of... Uh, <laughs> Demonic experience, you would say? Is that true? Are we like back to demons? Well, yeah. no, I was just thinking about it. Hobie's on the devil. Let's go back to But hold on. Dark. We are all we all think we're normal or regular. We got good brains we, or something. Of course, I'm normal. But I mean, we all think we've right. had some kind of experience with a demon. Yeah, right. Sure. Would you in your in your history? Yeah. You would say there was some kind of demonic presence at a moment in my life. Well, that's something I can never. I can never lose. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I inexplicable, inexplicable interactions or stories yeah. from my dad. Right. That I'm just like always stories you, from your dad. You can't, well, you can't I mean, rationally explain it. You never can. I mean, it yeah. means that's, that's unless a, you say that's it's right. psychosis and it's, it's some well, brain but part. But thing. there's certain certain amounts of of information or evidence you have that you must hold open. Yeah, yeah. Like not not enough to close. That so no, at least it's uh, one of the possible explanations of an experience you've had. Yeah, yeah. To not at all be able to close, like what a big mistake that would be to right. close something off just because it probably wasn't that. <laughs> right. Like that's not right. a good way to go. It's probably right. this or it might have been this or whatever. But even still, yeah. Even still, there there's the intuitive part of it where the best explanation of some things is. It could be, you know, that's, but, the, oh, but yeah. that's just, the best. That's the that's the funnest part, and what makes it like not fu- fun's the wrong word, but that's the coolest part is you don't ever know what it was. You know what I mean? You can't. Right. It's open ended, yeah. But I wonder if you ask regular people, like people that aren't didn't yeah, weren't, sure. weren't raised in the church, if they've ever had any experiences with, and you couldn't use the word demon. You'd have to say. A dark presence or some shit. Well, tons of people say ghost encounters, yeah, which might be similar. You think so? Idea. But you, I mean, but maybe even when you say dark presence, you know, you can your mind can tell you the story that that's an entity. No, I get right. it. Yeah, but none, or maybe that's just none of saying it or ghost. This I can remember my parents saying, "I've got that. good discern- discernment." I got good discernment. There's something about that guy. He's yeah. got something on yes. him. I I remember. I I've told this story before. I'll tell you because you never heard it, but. My dad was a pastor for a long time, and we had a lo- we were a Pentecostal church, Same, charismatic, yeah. all that stuff. And there was a lady who went to our church for years and years, and she, she was very devout, be there all the time, very charismatic, you know, j- you know, crazy kind of, but in a in a nice way, right? <laughs> but anyway, my dad gets a call from her husband one night. He's like, his name was Frank. He was like, Ronnie, I need you to come over right now. So my dad goes over, finds out, and the, and the guy's wife was. Acting very strange, obviously, and I'm I'm telling it from my dad's story, so I didn't I witness it, but he said she's talk start she begins talking in a different voice, like the typical story that you hear. Yeah, and she says uh, he, he goes in Jesus' name, I need, you know, trying to cast the whatever it is out, and she goes, I've had her since 1983. You can't have her, and says oh, all this stuff to him. Yeah, that's scary. And and my dad, of course, is in the moment. Oh. He's like praying and doing all. He says she gets physical. 
It just gets crazy, and she's stronger than normal. I mean, those are all the stereotypical things that you hear. Yeah. But, I mean, he said that's what happened. And he got home, and and if I had just heard that in passing or if it didn't have much weight to it for some reason, it wouldn't have probably affected me as much. But he came home and sobbed for, like, 30 minutes. I mean, just on the couch, sobbing. Wow. And I'm like, that's that's not – fake right that's not fake i don't know what it was right yeah that's not fake so i have yeah. an aside to that when i was a, a teenager from like end of elementary school through middle school high school we used to go to this i grew up in the church of god yeah, slain yeah. in the spirit tongues all that stuff charismatic church every summer you'd go to why mama christian camp and it'd be a week you slept in dorms and there'd be a there was an evangelist there every night an unbelievable praise band, and I thought it was the coolest thing. And yeah. it was powerful, emotionally powerful. And I'll never forget one night they cast a demon, or so to speak, uh-huh. out of this girl, and I was too scared to get close. Yeah. But you could hear this girl, like, rolling around up front by the stage, oh. screaming and, like, like, I mean, like movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when I, as I, and I, I didn't, I always assumed, like, that's, the, that's a demon. That's what I was told. You know, I remember telling my parents about it. They're like, well, I'm glad they got it out of her. You know, like, right, right, whatever. Right. And as I've gotten older and I've been through therapy uh-huh. and I've learned about my own traumas, like, everything comes from something. Sure. sure. The body and the spirit keeps the score of oh, what yeah, you've been yeah. through as a person, right? And not to make this too serious, but I really believe this. And, and, and I want to be honest with you. I think there's an evil thing, a dark thing. Sure. But I think... The majority of shit like that is trauma that people have been through. But I they've been, I, yeah. they've been put that, through. Yeah. But it's hold seen, on. Yeah. But they've been put through by a, another person. Right. Sure. Y- but you that person probably was also traumatized too. Correct. Trauma, yeah. And yeah. I think that's actually that very, the root of very yeah. good point. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It, original get, sin replicates, replicates, all that's, replicates, all that stuff replicates, is replicates. And when yeah. you have the trauma, you se- you separate Fuck. yourself from it so much that it can become like an other. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's you know true. what I'm saying? Now it's another. That's true, yeah. There's a part of you that's compartmentalized so much that's right. true, because yeah. of trauma when that I started, it almost seems like another entity. When I started yeah. going to therapy, and I'm not going to go into it on this podcast because I don't think it's the right, this isn't the right arena for it, but I remember That's offensive. <laughs> but I remembered things about my childhood that were Shit. fucking mind-blowing. Uh, yeah. As I began to do CBT, cognitive behavioral yeah. therapy, like I was, you know, we've talked about my anxiety on here, and I would, I'm not joking, I started doing therapy, and I would be like riding my bicycle or running, and I remember something that happened wow. to me as a kid. That's crazy. Like unreal, unbelievable shit. That's and I crazy. think when you get in those emotional situations, like a church service, yeah, right, yeah, or you watch like a movie, or you see something that really, really, really pulls your emotions, it synthesizes that cognitive yeah. behavioral therapy type therapy, and it pulls something out of you. And that 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 thing that it pulls you out of you could be the other. Because I'm a successful 39 year old man that remembered something that happened to me at seven. Right, wow. it was severely traumatic. Yeah, that's Severe, crazy. some stuff that would sideline people. But it may have been trying to get your attention for a long time. In 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 yeah in yeah. In, yeah. in the fucking manifestation of anxiety, drinking yeah, yeah. too much, right. depression. That's it, trying to whatever. get your attention right. to deal Correct. with me, deal with me, and yeah. Yeah, I can't, I won't, I can't. Who are you? And that woman that your dad went and prayed over, 
I mean, no, she knows? could have been sexually abused, right, right. physically abused. 100%. I yeah. mean, and another good guess is she may have been abused or gone through something in a similar situation where men were tri- forcing her or containing her or telling her yeah. she was crazy, you know, doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it could have been all kind of triggers. Or Satan is really good at convincing people he doesn't exist. Correct. Yes. I mean, yeah, and that, that's an option, right? Yeah, it is an it is. option. That's yeah. an option. I don't like that option. That's I'm like devil's advocate. Like, percentage you, you feel like but there's a real possibility that there's decisions you could make in your life to where eventually you're in that office with Al Pacino. And he's going, what did you think this <laughs> yeah. was? Yeah, you're right. What don't you movie. think that yeah. could really happen? It's funny yeah. that you feel evil, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like That's what I'm saying. Like All of us have these experiences where, I, like, for me, I can remember walking into a room before and I was like, what the fuck is this? It's like a... A yeah. dark cloud in here. What the fuck's happening? Like I'm, I can remember walking into a room, and there was two people in this room that I was like, "Is this what the fuck is this?" And I would, didn't cuss then. You know, I just said, <laughs> right, what, right. "What is?" You know, now I can say, "What the fuck?" I couldn't. Even, I didn't have vocabulary for it back then. But I walked into this room, and I was like, "You felt? I it. have to leave. You felt this it. is yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. This looks like I, it. Really felt like almost a weird spiritual mist was in the room, and I was like." I'm out of here. And it wasn't, they, they weren't plotting to take over a country or something crazy. Like, it was just two people that I kind of knew. And I was like, something's wrong here. I have to leave. And you can get that weird, you know what I mean? Like, uh, my wife has told me before, she has been around people and was like, I can't, there's something off here. And I, I don't know what it is. They're being super nice to me. They're being friendly. There's not, but there is a presence that I can't explain or put words to. That's telling me you don't need right. to be here, and, and that's that, wild. That's you know? your intuitive system that, is reading. That's what real. Your, your other system yeah. is that's that, real. That's not just no, like an words. animal going. Oh, there's a tiger over there. Either there's and something. I'm, you know, there, there, I'm not yeah. negating the devil thing, but I am saying what I think that is. I truly believe this is what's the most evil thing you can think of uh, right now. Just everybody. What's the most evil thing you can think of? The worst perpetration on a person. What's the most evil thing you can think of? Well, this, pedophile always fills that yeah. hole, but I feel that that is. Correct. Is it's a yeah that's caused by Subway sandwiches. Yeah, that that was the direct result of Subway uh, increasing their sugar content in their sugar. The pastry (laughs) reclassification. Yeah, (laughs) calls Jared. They say, and that's uh, where most of all pedophilia comes from is Subway. But most people would say pedophilia, right? Yeah, Yeah. but that's a cartoon to me. That except for pedophiles, that's being um. What about war? <laughs> but, Pedophiles would be like, ah, man, but, but I'm saying, global warming. I'm saying, if, if, but somebody somebody that carries that, like carries the, either they've been a victim yeah. of that oh, yeah. or yeah. they've been the perpetrator right. in that, right. yeah. they're going to carry a, yeah. a thing. For, and you're gonna, yeah, they, there's yeah. A, yeah, a scar that can't be removed. I mean, and, if, you, just, and if, you, if you're around somebody who, yeah. who is a perpetrator, is a pedophile, yeah. that's going to feel like the devil, I think. Oh yeah. yeah, the devil is a word for the thing that we're all probably all feeling right. more than right. necessarily an entity. But um, and then the other thing I want to say is also this camera's flashing red. I don't know if it's on or off. That means recording. Oh, that's what the red button is. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, after red, all this time, there's a red button. After all this time, the red, the red button. light. Uh, the other thing that really fucked me up, and this is true, uh, and it, and this memory just came to me, was I went to a hell house when I was pretty young. You know, it was, let's see, maybe probably, I don't remember, but old enough to, I guess I was probably maybe 11 or 12 or something like that, right? Went to the hell house. It was scary as hell. They're wild. It was so just scary. awful. You, and you're right. It always ends with, 
do you want to choose God or the which bad door are you going to uh, take? Yeah, and you you went you chose well, the door. Numbers went way you went up, through a door, ran in the in around the but fall. Yeah. Uh, so I was fucked up. I was like, I'll never go to hell. Only heaven. Team heaven all the way. You know. About a week later, I found some porn. I won't tell you where I how I or where I found it. And the porn was this it was the devil fucking ladies <laughs> <laughs> and doing orgies. And just I watched after you've it. been to hell, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I watched shit. it, and I was like, "Oh no, this is really evil. It's this is bad, you know, like because the devil jerked off." But no, no, no. But the <laughs> devil, he talks to this lady, and then and he puts his cock inside of her, and she goes, "No, no, oh." And I was like, "Maybe hell's kind of cool." <laughs> like that lady likes the devil fucking her because having sex with because her. you had the and I, this whole time you I had thought, the same point of view as her yeah but, but her I only thought changed. hell was uh, worms and fire and darkness and uh-huh. loneliness but the devil's like having the thing that I want to do yeah and the lady's like this is pretty cool I'm having <laughs> sex with the devil so that because you were previously thinking that hell was like painful right but, but it, now it, it, it seems did, quite pleasurable. now it seems like <laughs> extremely fun that everybody wants to be there you I think. Thought, no, I, no. Well, do you think the devil's Actually, the, you think the devil's number one sex, right? Oh, unbelievable! You think he'd be the best? Oh, yeah. the best sexual sex partner ever, ever? Right? Yeah, probably. He has to be, right? Probably. He well, knows all the ins and outs yeah, of that. That w- would all the attributes taken to their extreme yeah. land upon him Either or him, or him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, oh, we yeah. are in a society. We have our values as a culture. Yeah. And the extremes of a cartoon of all of them That's true. are either God or Satan. That's true. Yeah. And so then they get names like God and Satan eventually. Yeah. Right. I told my therapist about Hell House recently. Like Did you? Five or six months ago. Because I have never done, like, actually dug in and done therapy every week, you know. It's been good. But she just, you know, when, they, when you start, they, they ask you about everything. You know, telling me about yeah. your... And somehow Hell House came up and I... She looked at me like I had three heads. Oh, I, oh bet. I bet. Like you talk to a regular person about Hell House, yeah, and it will fuck them up. <laughs> it's, that's I promise you. The backgrounds we come from are really more insane than you think. So if you just reverse Way engineer, if you just reverse engineer, I'm just saying who we are as like a a type of people is interesting because if you go from the, what you were saying as far as just being the performer. Okay. At that level of all the thing that all the emo night people sing, just that performance ability really comes out of the charismatic, like the fact that we come out of these charismatic churches that do yeah. hell houses and just like yep. are very, you know, able to be manipulative and like do entertainment Satan. and performance and sell stuff. Satan. I think pastors and carnies, like all that being the same related Satan type of Lord. culture that we come out of, it's like all performance Satan based, you know. But it's like a, it's like really. Satan high level ability to perform and manipulate Satan. people and get like make I know. M- oh know, yeah. Like right. You know, at a high level. If skill. you want to get into yes. a band and do well, go to Hell House is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, it's just convincing, you know, it's just so dramatic the ability to be dramatic and yes. and, and everything. And so it's just been through like, osmosis you but, absorb it. But but and that stuff is really traumatic and crazy. But even like uh well we had Anna Lemke on the podcast. She's a what is she, Stanford? Yeah, she's a, so awesome. And she, she's like, what is, I don't know what her credential is, but she's like the biggest whatever, yeah. write the book on dopamine. Right. She's the, you know, Stanford, yeah. all this stuff. And then after our podcast, she called and emailed with Toby several times just to find out more as this 
Yeah. yeah. Cult, highest level of cultural scientists about this stuff. About yeah, Stanford what professor was the guilt like? just wanted what was to talk that? to me about my childhood because it was so bizarre. Yeah. That's what and, I'm telling you. She spent an additional That's two crazy. times talking to Toby Long on the I'm podcast saying. just out of curiosity. And she was so great, but, I mean, it was just so wonderful. Because to like, regular people, it's like watching a fucking and, movie. And the way she talked yeah. to me was like, almost like, like I'm going to be really gentle because I don't, it almost felt like like you were coming out of a like white I supremacist. Did, like I was talking about it. Like, oh man, you know, yeah, when you're a kid, you walk to the gas station to get candy. That's how I'm talking yeah. about my childhood. And she's, and she's like, like, oh, so tell me more about when you witnessed that at church. <laughs> And, 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 uh, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, you know. It's, oh, it's like, you know how grandpa is. We do every day. Yeah, I mean, like saw people speaking in tongues and running around. And, you know, I'm not fake speaking in tongues, but that's just because, you know, <laughs> I don't have all these reasons. I had my therapist have me repeat almost like a mantra what I believe now as a 39-year-old man. Wow. She's like, you are so, you are so... Like, everything that you grew up in is so ingrained in you yeah. that even if you utter the words that you don't believe in those parts of it or whatever, those practices, you still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to yeah. repeat it yeah. for like 10 minutes one day. Over and it. over again. Wild. That's crazy. Wow. All right, we got to pay right. some bills here. Uh, we got custom songs on sale. We already sale. sold a shitload of them. So if you want a custom song for Christmas as yep. a great present, they're the, the greatest presents ever. You basically are getting your own Emory song, and bas- and what you can do is give us information about your story, what you want us to put in the song, or you can give us a few lyrics, if you, even if you want. Um, we can turn it into a song, but you can uh, go to emorymusic.com to order it. They are great Christmas presents, and we're putting it out now because we got to write a bunch, and so we want to be able to get them done before Christmas happens. Yep. Um, also, the least satanic thing ever is a dildo for your spouse. <laughs> Is a vibrator for your spouse? Is a cock ring for your spouse? How about lube from heaven itself? Almost. Do you have oh, any marriagesupply.com? Is, is there any one of them called the Devil's Dick? No, never. <laughs> or anything that is red? No, we have Angel's Asshole, but that's a little bit. That, that's I don't want to even get into it. Uh, 10% off if you use the code all over. All over. And so if you want to get go buy a toy on Marriage Supply and just get all over that shit. You know what I mean? Like, Hell what, yeah. What's the thing? When you when you have sex, do you think you're going to be all over, or do you think you're you're a locale person? You're in a, a certain locale. Are you everywhere when you have sex? Or Not like, anymore. Not used anymore. to be. Devin used to be uh, You're everywhere. more like a laser now. Yeah. Now, now you're like, yeah. you're I know where to go. Yeah. I've been here before. I, I know what I need at Walmart. I'm going to go get the 10 things go, and leave. Uh, me and the wife go on vacation. It's unlimited. That's yeah, different. That, that's vacation, different. Something yeah. happens when you're married. Oh. If you leave the house to no, have sex, yeah. unlimited yeah. things can happen. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, also, if you like this podcast, you can join emeryland.com and you get Whole part do, which we're getting ready to do. You can go listen to that right now, um, which is just an extension of this part. We just keep right on going, and we might even get filthier and nastier. There, there was actually something I said that uh, we made a YouTube clip, and I made him take it down because it was so. Uh, it's like I don't it's know. The best piece of the I don't know made. if I want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might have been. And we're about to release a cover EP. Yep, we got a cover Gillespie, EP. You heard a few. Gillespie of them. Heard just it, heard it today. Heard three songs today, and no lie. We were talking about this. There's songs that you hear covers of that sometimes you like more than the original. And there was... Well, that's a huge there compliment. Was, there was friend. one song in particular that I was like, if I'm going to listen to that song, I think I might pick this version. Wow. That's cool. A song that's cool. that I've loved for 20 years. Yeah. 
That's um, great. And they did a good job. So you get part due, you get uh, Emory catalog, new music, uh, special music, all of our music. You can get that, and uh, you get your name right on this podcast. Can somebody, does somebody I got them. I got them. Do you have the titles here? Okay. Yeah, I got them. So uh, this week, everybody sent in their favorite thing to say during sex, or what they'd like to hear, or what they might would say. So it say you know, just depends. Hear. The thing that's just said aloud in the bedroom when you are, you know, doing it. Okay. Okay. Number one, Stephen, I think it's Dietrich. Yep. His favorite thing to hear is, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I like That's that. his number one. Yep. All right, Jeffrey Fent, French. Sorry. Oh French. yeah, I know Jeff. Well, he's he. You know, he loves hearing or saying what. Uh, I want to put you in my mouth. Nice. <laughs> that's, nice. Uh, yeah. that's a good one. I feel right. that feels clean. Right. That's clean, wholesome. Heather Crager. Heather says, and so this is a little bit. She says, uh, "I've been." Things she likes to say is, "I've been thinking about your penis all day." But she said, "What if you know somebody has not a penis?" So, so you could say it this way either. And she gave a list of things that you could say. Uh, so it's either I've been thinking about your penis all day, or I've been thinking about your bearded clan, uh, your I'm sorry, bearded clam, red wagon, French fry dip, the old sausage warmer, the cave of <laughs> wonders, the Netherlands, a lady's low toupee, the thatched cottage. <laughs> The junction of her thighs, cooter, camel toe, goop shoot, do flaps, puff pillow, her asshole neighbor, the the silk <laughs> igloo, the bacon hole, the cock shackle, and the squinting third eye. Squinting you could say it that too. Eye. Instead I'll of penis, instead of penis, eye. you could say the stuff that's you know. That's for impressive, people. Heather. That's yeah, thank impressive. you. Heather. Asshole neighbor is wild. Yeah, that's good. All right, next, Nicholas Adam, squinting um, third eye. Is that the last squinting one? Squinting third eye. No, nope, there's uh, two more. Okay. Nicholas Adam. This one is eat me, suck me. <laughs> yeah. Our last Direct. one. Bradley, this is the last one? Last one. Okay. Bradley Hertrick. These knuckles break before they come. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all head on over I to Park. Head on over to Park. Yeah. Yeah. See ya.